Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast today. I thought I would do something fun and start reading the reviews that are on the podcast. So if you submit a review, then see if I select you to read your review. But this one came in last week and it says, this podcast has been so helpful. I love that the podcasts are recorded and organized in a way that you can listen to what you need based on where you're at with your baby. The things she teaches have helped me teach all five of my babies how to sleep and to be amazing independent sleepers. I love the podcast format for listening and learning on the go. Sky, thank you for leaving that review. I love reading your reviews. And I also love that you are learning on the go because that's what I want this podcast to be. I always want the episodes to be short and sweet so that you can listen to them on a quick car ride or when you're changing a diaper or whatever you need to do so that you can learn actionable steps to help your baby sleep better in a short amount of time. So Thank you for sharing that. Okay, today's episode is gonna be fun. I posted a question box on Instagram last week and I decided to use these questions that you submitted and answer the top three questions that were asked. So many of the questions were similar and there was definitely a number one question that was asked, so I'm gonna answer that and we'll just dive right in. So the first question that was asked was, what do you do when you feel like it's just not working? When you feel like you're doing all the right things and it's just not working? So this is what I've learned over the last 10 years is that when parents say, I'm doing everything right and nothing's working, you can totally feel like you're doing everything right. And I genuinely believe that. I believe every parent is doing their best, but sometimes it takes an outside opinion to zoom out on your situation and see that there might actually be something that is off that is causing your baby to wake up in the night. Maybe there's a certain wake window that's off. Maybe there's a certain nap that's off. Maybe the way in the order that you're doing the bedtime routine is making it so that your baby is overtired or undertired at bedtime. Maybe there's something that's happening in the middle of the night that you don't know about that's causing your baby to wake up that you wouldn't know was happening until somebody can step back and analyze the whole situation. For example, I worked with a mom whose baby was waking up at the same time every night at like three in the morning and she couldn't figure it out. But turns out her toddler was was in the middle of potty training and he was waking up every night at 3 a.m. to go potty and he wasn't telling her. So he'd go potty and then he'd go back to sleep. And by the time he was back asleep, that's when the baby would wake up because the baby wasn't using a sound machine and the sound of the toilet flushing would wake her baby up every single night. So by the time she heard her baby crying, she's like, what in the world? The toilet had already stopped and the toddler was already back in bed. So it really took us like combing through every situation to figure out what was going on, to figure out what was waking her baby up. And all she needed to do was use a sound machine and her baby started sleeping. Now that's like a crazy example, but you'd be surprised how much or how often things like that happen. So Yes, you can feel like you're doing everything right. Yes, you could be following my method to a T or feel like you're following it to a T, but there, there's something off. If it's not working, there is something off. I've said this before, but 100% of course graduates were getting better sleep in two weeks and 89% were getting better sleep in less than a week. So there has never been a situation that I have analyzed or that somebody has gone through the sleep course and been like, eh, you know what? It's just, it just doesn't work. Like that has literally never happened in 10 years. There is always something that is causing your baby to wake up. So 
If you want to troubleshoot it yourself, play around with bedtime, play around with nap times, play around with nap lengths. You can try all of these different things. Whatever you try, I recommend giving it a full seven to 10 days so that your baby has time to adjust because if you change something every single day, your body doesn't, or your baby doesn't know what kind of pattern to grab onto. So if you make a change, like say you want to move bedtime up by 30 minutes, stick to that for seven to 10 days, see if it makes a difference. And if it's not working, make a different change. Change bedtime, cap a nap, lengthen the wake windows, shorten the wake windows. Whatever change you feel like is best, make that change and give it time to see if your baby grabs onto it. So you can do that. You can totally do that but it might take a few weeks for you to do that, to figure it out. It might even take a few months depending on how many different changes you're trying to make. So if you wanna troubleshoot it and figure it out yourself, go for it. If you'd rather just talk to me and have me tell you exactly what to do and figure out exactly what's causing your baby to wake up, book a consultation. I would love to analyze your situation and tell you what changes to make so that your baby can start sleeping all night. So I guess to answer that question, if you feel like you're doing everything and it's not working, there is something off that needs to change. And I just wouldn't know exactly what that was until I went through your entire situation and asked you a million questions. But like I said, if you wanna to try to troubleshoot a few things, do it, but give it seven to 10 days every time you make a change. In fact, sometimes that's what's causing your baby to wake up. Sometimes I'll talk to parents and they're like, well, yesterday I tried a nine o'clock nap and that didn't work. So the next day I tried an 8.30 nap and then I tried a 9.30 nap and every single day they're doing something different. And I'm like, well, no wonder your baby can't sleep because they don't, their body doesn't know what kind of sleep patterns to form because they're different every single day. So consistency is key, but if you've been consistent and something's not working, then make minor changes and give it time. Okay, question number two, how to know when to switch to a four-hour schedule? So there are a couple things, to, couple things to look for when you're ready to switch to a four-hour schedule. Number one, is your baby over 12 weeks? If your baby's under 12 weeks, chances are trying to keep them up for two hours is just gonna cause them to be overtired and it's going to cause more sleep issues. So number one, make sure your baby's over 12 weeks. Number two, you'll start to notice your baby is no longer hungry at the three-hour mark. So if your baby is turning away from feedings or pulling away often during feedings or they're only drinking half the amount they normally do, your baby might be ready to switch to a four-hour schedule. And then the third thing to look for is your baby's wake windows. Are they no longer tired at the hour and a half mark and are they ready for a two-hour wake window? If your baby is showing any of these three signs, they're getting close to being ready to move to a four-hour schedule. Once they are showing all four, or all three signs, chances are they are ready to move to a four-hour schedule. And I walk you through exactly how to do that in my method. So in my video course, I literally have a pen and paper in hand and I walk you through the whole thing. Or if you just wanna read about it and figure out how to do it, all of my mini courses and my video course include the transition from a three-hour schedule to a four hour schedule. Okay, and the final question that I was asked, actually a few people asked this question. They said, my newborn will not sleep without being held or in motion. Help, what do I do? Okay, so the best way I can explain this is for a newborn, this is very normal. And the reason is they have been snuggled up in your room for nine months, right? So I like to explain it as if you are asleep under your weighted blanket, you're super warm, you're so relaxed, and all of a sudden somebody comes and rips the covers off of you and then you're expected to just go back to sleep. That would be really tricky to do, right? So babies are used to being snuggled up and warm and super close to you. So this is very, very normal for your baby to want to be close to you and to feel the most relaxed and safe when they are snuggled up to you. So during the newborn phase, the best thing you can do to teach your baby how to start sleeping independently without you is to practice 
crib time. Put your baby in the area they're going to be sleeping in at night, whether that's a bassinet or a pack and play next to your bed, or if it's a crib in their own room, wherever they're going to be sleeping at night, put your baby in there randomly throughout the day, whether it's for 30 seconds or for five minutes or for 15 minutes while you take a shower, like whatever you need to do whenever you have time, put your baby in that area so that it can become a familiar, safe space for them. It's going to take time though. So you can't expect that your newborn is just all of a sudden going to be sleeping in their bed by themselves all through the night in those early weeks. In fact, I would never recommend that. So if you follow my method, you know that during the first four weeks, there are no rules. You snuggle your baby as often as you need to. You nap with your baby all day long. You let them snuggle you. Like Do whatever you need to do to help your baby sleep during that first month. Once you hit the four-week mark, that's when you can start implementing the sleep training process. And yes, while practicing crib time is a tiny portion of what you can do, that's something you could start today so that when you start the sleep training process at four weeks, your baby is more prepared than they would be had they not ever been in that space before where they're expected to sleep all night long. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, you feel like you're doing everything right and it's not working. There's probably something that needs to change. So you can make adjustments on your own or you can book a consultation and I will tell you exactly what to do and I will figure it out for you. That's that's my superpower. It's what I love to do. Number two, how do you know when to switch to a four-hour schedule? Look for those three things. One, is your baby over 12 weeks? Two, are they no longer tired at the hour and a half mark? And three, are they no longer hungry at the three-hour mark? I know I said those in a different order, but you get the idea. Those are the three things. And the third question, my newborn will not sleep unless they are being held or snuggled. This is normal. Practice crib time, practice crib time, practice crib time. That will be make a huge difference once you hit the four-week mark and you can start the sleep training process. So, okay, I hope this was helpful for you. I seriously love answering questions. It's like my favorite thing, going through sleep situations and helping you figure out what you can do to help your baby sleep better. So if you have a question that you want me to answer and you want me to make a podcast episode out of it, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I would love to answer your questions on here. I love talking through sleep situations. So let me know, send me a DM, and I would love to help you. Okay, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you letting me be a small part of your day. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.